Hi there, Andrew here. We're putting feelers out for the idea of sponsors for the show. We have grown to a sizable audience of legal professionals, and we'd love to find a way to get the resources to continue to grow the show and spend more time on it. This might take the form of more longer form, maximum minimum competence episodes, or longer daily episodes, or maybe short interviews. We've had a couple of inquiries regarding sponsorship, but want to get feedback from all of you, the listeners. If you have thoughts or have a sponsor in mind that you think would be a good fit, shoot me an email at andrew at We're still very much in the brainstorming stage, so all ideas are good ideas. So ends the housekeeping segment. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Friday, March 24th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have the Manhattan DA accusing Trump of lying about his upcoming arrest, more crypto-related trouble for Justin Sun, a new Utah social media law, and the TikTok CEO in the hot seat. Let's limp across the finish line of the week with today's legal news. Manhattan prosecutors have accused former President Donald Trump of misleading people to expect his arrest this week and prompting Republican Congress members to interfere with the investigation into his hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels. On Saturday, Trump claimed that he would be arrested on Tuesday in the Manhattan District Attorney's probe. On Monday, three Republican committee chairmen accused District Attorney Alvin Bragg of abusing his prosecutorial authority and sought communications, documents, and testimony from him. As of Wednesday, the grand jury hearing evidence in the Stormy Daniels case had yet to issue an indictment. And on Thursday, Bragg's office confirmed that it was investigating allegations that Trump engaged in violations of New York state penal law. If indicted, Trump would be the first U.S. president to face criminal charges. Trump faces federal investigations stemming from his handling of government documents after leaving the White House, alleged attempts to overturn his 2020 election defeat, and a state-level probe in Georgia into whether he unlawfully sought to reverse the 2020 election results there. Trump has denied the allegations and called the investigations politically motivated. It's Friday, so let's take a fun little digression into the arrests of presidents of yore. In an oft-retold but perhaps apocryphal tale, in 1872, President Ulysses S. Grant was arrested for speeding in his horse-drawn carriage. He was nicked at the corner of 13th and M Streets in Washington, D.C. by a Civil War veteran policeman named William H. West. Grant was known for his excellent horsemanship and loved to drive a pair of spirited animals. The president apologized and left on the first occasion, but was caught again the next day. West placed him under arrest, and he was ordered to pay $20. A trial was held the next day, with heavy fines and a scathing rebuke issued against numerous speeding drivers. However, Grant didn't show up. Trump will probably not be able to get out of this one quite so easily, but if history is any guide, he won't be seeing the inside of a jail cell anytime soon. Justin Sun, the crypto entrepreneur who made headlines for paying millions to have lunch with Warren Buffett, is now facing civil charges for allegedly violating U.S. securities laws by offering and selling two unregistered crypto tokens, Tronix and BitTorrent, and manipulating the prices of TRX. The SEC has filed a complaint against Sun and three of his companies in Manhattan Federal Court. Sun is a Chinese national and an advisor to crypto exchange Hubi, as well as the founder of blockchain company Tron. Mr. Sun tweeted that the SEC's complaint lacks merit and that the accusations were only the latest example of action the regulator has taken against well-known players in the blockchain and crypto space. In 2019, Sun paid $4.6 million in an auction to secure a lunch date with Warren Buffett. Sun postponed the lunch, citing an illness with kidney stones, and later said he hoped to discuss cryptocurrencies and blockchain with the billionaire investor. Sun recently made headlines by offering $1.5 billion to buy Credit Suisse as the bank was in the middle of talks to be bought by rival UBS Group AG. Credit Suisse did not publicly respond to the offer. Utah has the dubious distinction of becoming the first state to introduce laws that limit children's use of social media. The two measures, signed by Governor Spencer Cox, require parental consent before children can sign up for sites such as TikTok and Instagram. 
They also prohibit the use of social media by children under 18 between 10.30 p.m. and 6.30 a.m., require age verification for users in the state, and seek to prevent companies from luring children to their apps with addictive features. Similar proposals are being considered in Arkansas, Texas, Ohio, Louisiana, and New Jersey, as well as California. Social media companies will likely have to design new features to comply with parts of the law. However, it remains unclear how the regulations will be enforced. Children's advocacy groups have generally welcomed the law, while tech industry lobbyists have criticized it as unconstitutional, citing the infringement of First Amendment rights. Mr. Chu, does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? Only if the user turns on the Wi-Fi. I, I'm sorry, I may not understand the So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? It will have to, to access the network to get connections to the internet, if, if that's the question. Is it possible then that it could access other devices on that home Wi-Fi network? Co Congressman, we do not do anything that is beyond any industry norms. Um, I believe the answer to your question is no. It could be technical. Let me get back to you. U.S. lawmakers grilled TikTok CEO Xiaozi Chu over concerns about the app's influence on Americans and possible Chinese interference. The questions were mostly of a grandstanding variety, and those that were directed at specific issues tended, as the previously played clip indicates, to miss the point. Chu repeatedly denied connections with the Chinese Communist Party and stated that TikTok has taken necessary steps to ensure the safety of American users. U.S. lawmakers accuse the app of damaging children's mental health and promoting content that encourages eating disorders, illegal drug sales, and sexual exploitation. While Chu's responses did little to calm U.S. lawmakers' concerns over the app's China-based parent company, ByteDance, he emphasized that American data is stored on American soil by an American company overseen by American personnel. A bipartisan group of U.S. senators has backed legislation that would give President Joe Biden's administration the power to ban TikTok, and the app's fate has added a new element to tensions between the U.S. and China. The hearing's outcome and lawmakers' next steps remain unclear, but the possibility of a ban has prompted shares of social media companies that compete with TikTok for advertising, such as Facebook and Snap, to rise. Thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew, and my co-host Gina is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in the story we cover, maybe consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is part of the ESQ Cast network of podcasts and is available at minimumcomp.com. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, remember, even if you only have a minimum of competence, you probably are more competent than a large percentage of our elected representatives.